0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that re-watches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia There.
1: I'm Tony stark Camarilla.
2: And I'm Al Rodriguez. And today we're talking about the very first Iron Man movie, the movie that kicked off the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, just as a reminder, the movie came out May 2nd in 2008, so it was just over nine years ago today. Just a reminder of that year. That was the year the fourth and final Twilight novel came out. Oh, God. Uh, Morgan Freeman was injured in a car accident after his car flipped on the freeway a few times. Was he
1: driving Miss Daisy? (laughs) (laughs) Is she okay? I think she was. I think so. I think so.
2: Usain okay. Bolt set the world record for the 100-meter dash the second time that year.
1: That was before Quicksilver God's powers. Continue. Yes, it was.
2: And finally, that was the year SpaceX for, launched the first spacecraft into space.
1: Wow! Again.
2: Wait, is SpaceX
0: the one that's going to try to commercialize travel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, companies. wait, which one is that?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're the well, one of Elon Musk's companies.
0: Ah, oh, got it. Okay.
1: The real-life Iron Man. Yes.
0: Just a note, right now we're only covering Iron Man Part 1, so we're covering from the beginning of the movie to when Rhodey rescues Tony Stark in the desert.
1: So at the beginning of every one of our podcasts, we're going to use the Wikipedia summary because it's probably the best source for information on the planet. So here's what Wikipedia says about the first part of Iron Man 1. Genius, billionaire, and playboy, but not philanthropist yet. Tony Stark has inherited the defense contractor stark industries from his father in war-torn afghanistan with his friend and military liaison lieutenant colonel james rhodes to demonstrate the new jericho missile after the demonstration the convoy is ambushed to, and stark is critically wounded by one of his own company's rocket-propelled grenades he is captured and imprisoned in a cave by a terrorist group the ten rings yinsen a, follow, a fellow captive who is a doctor, implants an electromagnet into Stark's chest to keep the shrapnel shards that wounded him from reaching his heart and killing him. The Ten Rings leader, Raza, offers Stark freedom in exchange for building a Jericho missile for the group, but Tony and Jensen agree that Raza will not keep his word. Stark and Yinsen quietly build a small, powerful electric generator called an arc reactor to power Stark's electromagnet and a suit of armor to aid in their escape. Although they uh, keep the suit hidden almost to completion, the Ten Rings discover their hostages' intention and attack the, work sh- the workshop. Yinsen sacrifices himself to divert them while the suit is being completed. The armored uh, Stark bows his way out of the cave to find the dying Yinsen, then in anger burns the Ten Rings' weapons and flies away, crashing in the desert and destroying the suit. After being uh, rescued by Rhodey, Stark returns home. Alright, the first thing that always strikes me when I watch this movie, compared to all the other MCU movies, is this is the only movie that in the very first scene, dates itself. He, um, Tony Stark goes, don't post this uh, video on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> and the phone that he uses isn't holographic like in the other movies, it's actually the same phone as one of my former roommates and friends had in 2008.
0: Oh wow. You'd yeah. think he'd have better tech for being a tech genius as he is. Exactly.
1: So, like, that's the only Marvel movie that does that, but
0: that dates itself.
1: That that dates itself <laughs> in technology. No, I think well, I think well, a couple other ones which, will date. Which it. ones? Uh,
0: for one, uh, Winter Soldier, they seriously date themselves comparatively. They take the technology when they go find a. Oh, now I'm not gonna remember his name. The guy in the computer. Uh, Zola. Yeah, Zola. They, they walk oh, yeah.
1: into that, and no, it's no, all well, sorts no. of... But that's 1950s, 1940s tech. That is, because it's in the past, it's not modern day. So therefore, it's, it's not dating it's, itself it's, because it's, it's, it's just there. It's timeless when it's not in modern tech. But mm. he's saying don't post on Facebook in what is... Tech- well, today my MySpace. MySpace, <laughs> MySpace, not Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, as I learned from Social Network, is infinite. It will last forever. That's why we got that amazing movie about it. Not really.
0: I uh, haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, so fine. We'll have to take a look, because I'm betting there's more that date themselves. So I just haven't watched them in a while. So,
2: Yeah, that was one of the things that kind of struck me, too. I even, you know, as we were writing down, it seems one of those things we both wrote down as our notes to something to talk about, and I completely forgot MySpace even existed. It's one of those things. It's that...
0: a music site now, isn't it? It's changed hands and it's been yeah. weird. Oh, I thought it's yeah, on Justin Timberlake now.
1: I miss MySpace because nowadays I have to text everyone my top eight because they just don't know who my most important <laughs> friends are. <laughs> my mom
2: always gets mad when she finds out where she is on that list. Oh, it's <laughs> high enough. It's high <laughs> enough, people. It's okay.
1: Anyway, I
0: don't have a list.
1: <laughs> so everyone's in your top eight, or no one's in your top eight. So, um, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark.
0: It's amazing
1: yeah he's, he's
0: robert downey he's, jr is tony stark and tony stark is robert downey jr
1: now he is i
0: don't care that's how it is
1: <laughs> because uh, like when i would read the comics pre-dating 2008 mm-hmm. this is not tony stark from the comics
2: no there was a complete change oh, of, yeah. of the character yeah it's definitely melding to to kind of fit that and that happens with it's happened with other characters too right that's happened with spider-man mm-hmm. when those movies came out and yeah,
0: the art is changed by what's popular, and especially in the comics. If it if the movies are being popular, why not change the comics to it? That you'll you'll draw more of a crowd that'll pick up the comics. And sadly, I think com- the comic industry is dying.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely compared to the nineties mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> when they had the big giant death of Superman type. Um, How many
0: times has Superman died?
1: I know, as of we're recording this, he died, like, a few months ago. One of his in versions. In the movies? Or well, in the Also comics? in the movies. Also in the comics. Because
0: <laughs> I don't think he's ever legitimately died. Like, he's no, died, but he hasn't really died. Well, they bring him back, like, as soon as something goes on. I think in the original death of S- Superman, they kill him, and then, like, two comics later, he's back. It
2: was, like... A year. A
0: year. Oh, okay,
2: fine. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to remember stories like this. I mean, the comic books themselves have decades worth of storyline. And when characters are popular, there's, you know, a lot of stuff working with that. I mean, you can list a lot of characters that have died in the comic books. Uh, Captain America's died. Currently, Tony Stark is dead in the comic books. And
1: uh, he's in the coma. Sure.
2: They're effectively gone. Who was it? Did I say Captain America already? Right? Yes, I he did. did. I and, America. and Batman, the other one. Batman, uh, yeah. He's died in the comics. That's happened like, to a lot of characters. Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like...
2: That's how you get Miles Morales and things.
1: Yeah, in the Ultimate Spider-Man Universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that also dates this, which I'm going back against what I said earlier, <laughs> is they changed it from Tony Stark's original uh, origin story was in Vietnam. Because he was a 60 superhero. All right. And they moved it to Afghanistan, because in 2008... Cause <laughs> well, the conflict and now, that was going on. Now, yeah, we're still a part of that conflict. Yeah, relatable. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: well, it makes sense in that thing, especially because uh, even later, when they pulled the Mandarin stuff in 3 that people got mad about them changing it but i'm sorry if you pull the mandarin from the original comics a you're going to be super racist in that bag, and b it's not as super relatable so i understand why they did that
2: oh yeah there's always anytime you're taking anything from a from a book or comics in this case or anything there's always some amount of updating you got to get the characters to kind of fit that world what you're talking about right right? and at this point in time that's something you kind of had to do um, I can't imagine any other war type of area where he would go to sell those weapons. Right.
0: Yeah. Especially not in the day and age that they put the movies in. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: um, the fact that he's in a war zone and he's this type of character, uh, they made uh, Iron Man. Um, supposedly Stanley created Iron Man as a bet because they didn't think that he could make <laughs> a weapons developer a likable character. Someone who, What? what's the term, the whole, like, global political war machine, someone who's on that side as a likable character?
2: <laughs> which, Good question, just, I don't know the term. Which <laughs> just goes back to, to how much I like that guy. Uh, Stanley. Stan Lee. Yeah, Stanley. <laughs> I have a
0: bet. I'm going to win this guy. <laughs> well, yeah. no, no, hands down, I am Stanley. I win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you might as well just give me your money now.
2: <laughs> well, not even that. Yeah, taking the bet, sure, why not? But he won it.
1: Oh yeah, the...
2: has he
0: lost a bet?
1: Oh yeah, he's lost plenty of bets. Okay. I mean, Marvel went bankrupt before they started selling off all their stuff too. Fair enough. Spider Man and X Men and all was that. Was that
0: because of a bet, or is no, that I just mean, because they went every bankrupt?
1: Business is a gamble. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
0: But that's not a bet.
1: Oh, okay. Well, like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know Stanley's bet. history of bets except for this one <laughs> instance.
2: <laughs> that's true. I only know like three things about the guy. So. Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah. Um. I was talking to my friend, uh who was an ex um army man. Mm-hmm. Is this a friend I know? No. It's a friend I met him, yeah. yeah.
2: So is, so this is a real person then? Yeah, the I promise yeah. this is a real
1: person. Okay. All right. But my uh, uh, friend uh, he was telling me that when a caravan's under attack like in the movie, the caravans under attack. The one thing that you do not do is you do not leave your vehicle on the side that's being shot.
0: Yeah, because that one guy does it, and then two, the whole
1: two, 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 the driver, and then the guy who was supposed to stay with Tony. Well,
0: no, because I thought there was no. The right side is getting attacked, and the driver goes out the proper the, side. Well, the passenger comes out. Sh- they get shot, and then the other guy sitting next to Tony gets out, and then the whole tr-
1: yeah. Thing either gets way, blown yeah. Full
0: of holes By the way, what does that
1: Stark Tech? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Well, I mean, that's that's any kind of combat in Hollywood movies, right? That's well, well they can they only can, have can...
0: a. Uh, according to um, somebody I know, they can't have everything completely accurate to the military in the sense. Uh, they have. There's literally at least I know for a good portion of war movies, mm-hmm. they have to send it through the military for them to be like, okay, yeah, you're fine with that. Okay, yeah, you're fine with that. Okay, yeah, you're fine that. Okay, yeah, you're fine with that. No, you can't do that. That's why you'll always see if they do military uniforms, there's always something wrong with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tactical reasons, mm-hmm. that's probably a good point. But this caravan, um, Rhodey's there. I mean, he's not with Tony. Mm-mm. But, he but in the he's, in a, he's in the Humdrum V. How did Rhodey get out of this? <laughs> because remember, remember, Tony's in the fun V. He didn't <laughs>
0: exit the side that was being contacted. Well, yeah, but... He knew his military stuff.
2: <laughs> well, exactly. Well, this kind of goes to something that, that I don't have a name for. I mean, you know, okay, there is a, technically the name of plot armor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the the main characters are the ones I, that are. I saw tons menace, of plot armor
1: <laughs> when he opened that shirt. It did not work very well. <laughs>
0: Okay, would he have the strength to open his shirt like that? Like, if you... Li- you're literally bleeding. You got shot. You have the ringing in your ears. You got the, well, concuss- the concussion that affected you. There's no way you're a... coherent enough to do that. Well, there's
1: a Oh,
0: I mean, there's
2: there's a lot of, of adrenaline kind of rushing through you at the time. I mean, they're... Technically, if you want to get into it, there are stories of people, you know, doing crazy things when they're not really you know... Okay, into it. How
0: but a, about the bomb lands and he gets up and moves semi towards it? Why not roll around the other side of the rock? Oh, oh.
1: he's not a—he's a, a technology-minded person. He's not ever expecting to do. He's a, a genius.
0: Conflict. You would think. Oh, look, bomb there. Let me move oh. behind something.
1: There are book smarts and there's street smarts and there's military smarts. I mean. I don't think he'd ever thought it about being the in the situation to get
0: behind a rock away from the shooting but couldn't move away
2: from the bomb that landed. I'm sorry, that's faulty reasoning. Well, that's that's thinking on your feet also. That's a completely separate type of thinking. I mean, his genius level thinking is at a desk or at a whiteboard, right?
1: Or Maybe. in a cave. Or With in a cave. box
2: of scraps. <laughs> With time to think. <laughs> right? Those box of scraps were around for a few hours at least. By right. The way, not speaking of
0: seconds. the box of scraps, I'm going to move it into the electromagnetic, The mm-hmm. what eventually becomes the arc reactor. Okay, I get that it's supposed to keep the shards away from his heart. Yes. But how powerful do you have to have the electromagnetic to be to A, keep the shards away from his heart, but B, not move them any further? Out. I was like, the pa- you would have to like perfectly calibrate that. And if it's so perfectly calibrated in that form, why is it so powerful enough to power in the Iron Man suit without it's... sending the shards away from its heart and right, hitting an well, artery?
1: With your second point, it's not power enough to do um, you an know, Iron Man suit. Um, Jensen says that he tells him how many joules or gigajoules it can. Um... Three. Three gigajoules per second.
2: Three, Three gigajoules, gigajoules
1: per minute. second. He goes, that can um, power your life for like several lifetimes. And then Tony goes, or something really big for 15 minutes. So
2: just a heads up, 3 gigajoules comes out to 833,333 watt hours, which is roughly equivalent to some nuclear reactors. Uh, Again,
0: (laughs) my problem here
2: is if you've got basically a nuclear reactor in your chest that
0: is somehow doing electromagnetics to keep shards away from your heart, why are they not going the opposite direction and hitting an artery? They might be. Science? Well, No, that's faulty science.
1: I'm, I'm, going, I'm going forward into part two of the movie, mm-hmm. which we'll be covering in our next episode, but at when he changes out his arc reactor, his first arc reactor for the second one with Pepper pot, there's a metal thing at the end of it. I think it's the same. The magnet? Yeah, the magnet at the end of it might be the same amount of magnetism but it just is powered by this little bit of amount which is why it that's a really
0: big magnet
1: i don't i mean so
2: so whenever i see any kind of sciency or engineering things and anything that i know is in no way accurate in, in movies i always kind of go back to the same thing they gave the layman answer and there's probably like much much more actual talking they could give with that and I just buy it at this point. I've given up on this many uh, years ago. I have problems.
0: Well, yeah, I mean,
1: I think that's part of the point of this podcast is to de- deconstruct <laughs> but, it and try to make it work in at least the internal logic of the movie, if not in the real logic of real life.
2: Yeah, and, and you could say, I mean, it sounds like, you know, you have enough engineering expertise be- behind, you know, Tony Stark and the other guy, but they never really say much about Jensen. what he knows, right? Um, He's a doctor.
1: Yeah. Um, be, PhD doctor or real doctor? Uh, MD. <laughs> okay. I wish I watched the beginning of Iron Man 3, because he also went to the physics uh, symposium in um, Sweden? That's right, they mentioned it. Yeah, yeah and, and he, shows, uh, he shows up in the um, beginning of Iron Man 3. Because it's they mentioned so... it in right. Iron
0: Man 1.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, so you have two people there with enough, enough... Capability to understand how that works, and I guess he is capable enough to work on an, on the initial Iron Man suit with Tony Stark. To yeah, at least someone
1: understands. And then so. to make the initial electromagnet, because someone with no medical training, I'm, I'm thinking Tony Stark's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He was
2: able to do basically open heart surgery in the desert, right?
1: Yeah, in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> um, so the group that. Captures Tony is the Ten Rings, and do you guys know the significance of the Ten Rings?
2: Uh, ten fingers.
1: <laughs> it's not, they're not far off. <laughs> uh, um, go for it. Ten Rings is uh, in the comics. The Mandarin is actually super powered, mm-hmm. and he gets his powers from ten alien rings. So this is his, um, his group.
0: Group, yeah, mm-hmm. from the comics. Yeah,
1: yeah. which. The ten rings. I would love to see that in the um, movie. I'd love to see Iron Man fight. Maybe not the comic Mandarin because that's just racist. <laughs> but a character with ten rings powers because it's pretty much ten Infinity Stones, where each ring has a different power.
2: Yeah, so I remember seeing, you know, reading some of the comic, and I've I'm not super up to date on a lot of the comics. I've only started reading them more recently. But um, and that, I remember when the movie first came out and. You know, afterwards, talking with some friends about that, we were talking about this whole concept about the Ten Rings, and, and re-watching Iron Man reminded me of that that whole concept, right? It was, oh yeah, they kind of set it up to have that concept, but, spoiler alert... They, they never ne- follow through? Exactly, they never bring that up again. And then, Iron Man 3 was kind of, it was interesting, it was that, that bait-and-switch, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember all the commercials, here's the Mandarin, here's the Mandarin, and then...
0: Then it was not the Mandarin we expected. No, mind you, it was a great take on the Mandarin. I really liked that prospect of uh, the movie. But they set it up so much and dragged us up, and then you went, wait, what?
2: Well, yeah, so they did that. But at the same time, one of the things that happened, and this is kind of a a similar conversation I had with some other friends at that same year, because the same year that Iron Man 1 came out, um, Batman the dark knight also came out they kind of there's sort of a similar concept in Mm -hmm. that they have something set up but there's only so many movies that they're going to make and you can't do every villain um in the case of iron man they're not going to do all of the iron man villains like the mandarin right um and just kind of bring it full circle The, the batman thing was the same concept at the end uh, with, uh, with Harvey Dent and Two-Face. I had mm. some friends thinking, oh, yeah, he's obviously going to come back. You never really see him dead, but they were only going to do so many movies. So right. there is kind of that closure of, you know, maybe they just never will. Or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, they're not, like, yeah, do you anything.
1: guys haven't... I don't think either if you've seen the one-shot, but there's a one-shot that kind of closes this, and we'll be doing an episode about the one-shot.
2: Oh, uh... well, that's good. I'm looking forward to that now. Yeah, yeah it's called, it's called
1: All Hail the King.
2: All Hail the King.
1: Yeah, and it's... um. It follows Trevor, who was a fake Mandarin, in prison. And it has to do with that. Which we'll get into that in a few weeks. I, I have no idea. I think I
0: may have seen bits and pieces of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I definitely don't think I've seen all of it. By the way, we do not have the one shot scheduled in our list. So we'll have to insert them yeah, somewhere. Well, so.
1: um, I'm thinking before... Uh, maybe between Avengers and Iron Man 3.
0: Okay, yeah. That w- that seems like a good idea. Because they do a lot of talk about the... Avengers initiative through that, don't they? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so
0: definitely definitely probably a good idea. Or
1: actually probably after Iron Man Three. Because All Hail the King takes place after it's a last one shot and takes place after Iron. Okay, that makes sense.
2: Oh, that's good to know.
1: Yeah, um So let's talk about I know Al's favorite part. Flashback. Oh yeah, we had a whole talk
2: about this the other day. <laughs> oh yay, thirty six hours before this. Woohoo! I'm super excited. Now I know things are happening.
1: Oh, okay, let's go back. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I like the one shot. Oh, not one shot. Sorry. <laughs> I like those too. Really human. <laughs> I like the flashback because it really it lets me know what kind of person Tony is before. Um. His injury, because it's it's a life-changing event. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if I'm watching a superhero movie, and I, as a Layman fan, I want the action. So it gives the action up front, kind of like a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. And then it fills you in. So I, I mean, I don't mind the... It gives flashback. you
0: something to get hooked on, and then it gives you some of the exposition, exposition, and then takes you back into the what we, where they were. So, I think it works especially in this one, especially because it was the first movie they were doing. They needed something to hook the audience and be like, oh, whoa, okay, um, I'm not stuck with a bunch of exposition and general character build up at the beginning. I get something straight off the bat, and then I go straight into some exposition, but it's not it, I mean, it's it's a good portion of it, but it's not super long. We get what we need to for the build-up of Tony Stark's character, and then we're back into the action and him building things in the in the
2: cave. But you're always still stuck with the same amount of exposition, because that very first scene was, what, a minute or so? I don't know. Yeah, it a couple minutes. It was anyway, some time, but then they immediately go back, the 36 hours, lead up to that scene, and... I don't see the value of. Okay, of that would you at all? have
0: preferred it to be like the first Captain America movie, where you spend most of the most of the first half of the movie doing practically nothing? I mean, he eventually gets the serum and boosts up, but even after that, he doesn't get into the action until much, much later.
2: Well, that's another complaint I have. But that's every origin story <laughs> that know. ever exists. Well, yeah, I mean, they
1: thought but... of a different way to do an origin story. Mm-hmm. That's
2: true.
0: Yeah. yeah, they give you something up front, and then they, they're like, okay, here's the stuff we needed to add into it, so you understood, and
2: then go back. But but my complaint is, you started with this very first scene for a minute, and then you go back in time, and it's, it's like they... By the time they get to that, I forgot all that, that whole minute happened, that whole scene happened. Mm-hmm. Well, in fact,
1: they actually go back and show that scene very truncatedly.
2: That's true. Which yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine with. I'm okay. Like, it's, I'm okay with going back in time in, as far as you know, movies and TV shows. I'm okay with that concept. But starting some part for a minute or two minutes and then just going back in time and then doing the entire intro like anything at, like you didn't even have that first scene. How would you have liked
0: them to have done it?
2: You know how they had that first scene?
1: hmm
2: Not do that, and then just go into the movie, because that's exactly what they did. I was in no way hooked after that. Oh, hey, he's captured. I wonder what happens. Oh, 36 hours. We're going to find out how he got captured. Way to give me spoilers that early in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair, Ooh. but how much, if you had just started without that first-minute scene... Would you have been super intrigued with the movie, or would you have gotten bored uh, well, until I they finally he, hit the not, action he's scene? He's not a
1: sympathetic character. Mm. I mean, he's... he's not, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. He's a... He's <laughs> 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 He He's a... He's, um... Goes out with, uh he, uh... he stands up his friend, who's giving him an award.
0: Right. To gamble.
1: Right. He defends having the bigger stick than the other guy as a person as um Christine Everhart goes mm-hmm. she he's selling the sticks he tricks this girl into a one night stand and just literally I'm
0: not sure she was tricked
1: she well he he
0: said I'm prefer- prepared to lose a few hours with you there's no oh well okay nothing there that suggests there's going to be more than that few hours
1: Okay. And he has people, a
0: reputation for this. Yeah, he does.
1: He does, doesn't make you a good person if you no, have a reputation No, I'm not saying it makes
0: you a good person, <laughs> but I'm saying she was not tricked okay. into that.
1: But he's not a sympathetic character. Oh, God, no. No, but you f- see that he's um, injured at in the beginning. You know he's going to get his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. And he's Robert Downey Jr. He is charismatic as heck. Yes, he <laughs> is. That is
0: true, he is. Have you seen some of the clips of him in, like, the like ev- um uh, oh God, like sort of comic-con things where they have the big room events where they oh, the show Hall H events. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. uh, he's so hilarious. He like there's one he runs up to one of the other actors in the Avengers movie and he goes like this and one of them thinks he's going for them and then he's like, oh no because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm just gonna hug this person <laughs> <laughs> or the the whole blueberry scene by the way. Okay. Well, well, We'll get, we'll okay. get there, when we, we'll get get there when we cover Avengers, but I love that scene.
1: Um, So, in those flashbacks, we meet three... Rhodey, with...
0: Pepper Potts, Christine Everhart, and Stane. yeah.
1: I wasn't even thinking about Pepper Potts. That's when I said important characters. Ah. <laughs>
0: I win. I don't even <laughs> like Pepper Potts and I know... By the way do not like stain did not like stain from the moment I saw him. Uh,
1: as I've said plenty of times before, it's because his hair is on the wrong side of the <laughs> He's bald with a beard. No offense to any of our listeners, he's bald with a beard, but you have more evil tendencies than the average person. And this is someone who, for a long time, had a evil Spock goatee. So, I'm also...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not see
1: that, but I wish I had. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, um... I guess we'll go into, Stain isn't a big part of this first part of the movie. He accepts, um...
0: Well, it, he is and he isn't. We don't see it, but he is. Yeah. It, it becomes part of the exposition later that you find out that he's majorly involved in the Ten Rings and how Tony got captured, mm-hmm. but we don't see it, especially in the first part, um in the first act any of yeah. the movie so he is and he isn't
2: that's true we do see that he was basically Tony Stark's father growing up right that kind of character Or uh, I mean, that father figure just... I'm
0: sorry I don't count him as a father figure he was around but if anybody I'm gonna say the original Jarvis was more a father figure to Tony yeah. even though we don't see it he was definitely more a father figure to Tony than than stain ever was well I'm
1: Go, go
2: ahead on. Well, that, that's true. I was just mentioning, like, because that's what they say in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. He was basically around once the parents died, and that's well, kind of that's the exposition.
0: Well, that's what the media, media says, and again, this is the yeah. media, which they go, oh, hey, look, the big guy that's helping to control the company, he took on the father role. Never mind all the helping people that are helping in the background.
2: That's true, but generally, you know, with movies, when they say something, there's kind of... Unless they hinted something else. That's usually what they want us to think, as the audience, right? That's what they do want Yeah,
1: you're, you're right, but we have the benefit of hindsight, because we're doing a rewind. That's true. Um, oh, yeah. When, past this movie, we have the history of um, Tony Stark's father. Oh,
0: God. And we get a
1: lot of uh, Tony's backstory. They don't mention Stain again. Mm-mm. There's no instance. Yeah, where especially.
0: Talk. Oh no, we can't talk about that yet because we haven't. We haven't done that. Okay. Yeah, no spoilers. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm no, 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 no. I'm just. I was like thinking back to Agent Carter, but I can't talk about that because we're not doing that until after. Yeah,
1: you'd think that he'd mention him. In, he'd show up a little bit in Captain America: First Avenger, maybe in a flashback in Ant Man, saying uh, mention in Civil War, possibly, mm-hmm. but. There's no time...
0: Yeah, or... there's there's literally nothing that ties Stane to any of the other movies, except for an Iron Man 1.
2: That's true. He basically, he does kind of become one of the big characters that are forgotten later mm-hmm. on, right? I mean, that happens with a couple of other characters I'm talking about, too. Like Abomination mm-hmm. and the Hulk, right? That yeah. never
1: really mentioned, maybe once in passing. Yeah, they don't passing, really
0: but... come back.
1: Yeah. I mean, it... From a business standpoint, looking at Marvel or Disney, um, Incredible Hulk wasn't a gigantic hit. It was it made its money back.
0: I still like uh, the other one. <laughs> Alicia
1: doesn't like that movie that much, but I lo- I, just, I like. I that just Incredible didn't Hulk. like the
0: Incredible Hulk. I didn't like the, the where they went with it and the and anything. No, so.
1: um, but it makes sense not to go back to that because it didn't make <clears throat> enough money. Iron Man was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And they're still banking off of Iron Man 1 because uh, Tony Stark's in every other Marvel movie. He is.
0: He is. He <laughs> literally is. That's why I said Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. is, Iron, uh, is Tony Stark. Yeah. There is literally no separation between them yeah. now.
1: Yeah, and they're all one... Mo- they're all one... Um, big story, right? and right now, for the most part, it seems like it's the Tony Stark story.
0: Right. And it's not like Chris Evans, who's separating himself, or uh, Star-Lord, whose name I'm going to forget. Th- thank you. Chris Pratt. It's one of the three Chrises. Yes, one of the three Chrises.
1: Along with Chris Hemsworth.
0: I love Chris Hemsworth. That was the third I was trying to remember the third one. Wait a minute. I oh, swear yeah. there's probably more than that, but we're not going to go into that one.
1: <laughs> it's three white guys named Chris <laughs> and Tony.
0: Well, to be fair, not all of them... Well, are any of them American? Because no, I know Chris
1: Evans is. Um, American. Oh,
0: that's right. Because he's the only one. They had to get somebody American Captain to play Captain America. <laughs> it,
1: it, it makes me angry enough that um, they have a British guy being Superman because he's an all-American hero. The other all-American hero you is know, Captain America. I,
0: I I do not give I <laughs> I I don't like yeah. Superman. I'm sorry. I don't. No, I hate
1: no. him. That's fine as long as you love all the Marvel characters. Okay. I love all the Marvel characters. So, um, Christine Everhart, the, yeah. uh, the reporter from Vanity, Vanity Fair, said, in the comics, mm-hmm. she's a reporter for Daily Bugle. She's uh-huh. actually a comic book character, but she occurs actually a she few more times. She actually sentences. comes
0: back, yeah, Come I was on. surprised they, they, I thought she was more a tossaway character when I first saw her, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they bring her back for, is it two? And
1: she's an Iron Man 2, because yeah. she does stuff with Justin Hammer, she's, um, Online, because she are...
0: serves him, right? She serves him paperwork. No,
1: no, no. that's somebody else. That's okay. someone else. That's a um, a federal marshal. But uh, <laughs> who?
0: He, who? Tony Stark again hits on.
1: Yes. <laughs> again, he's not a good person. No, no, no. Um, but dating ca-
0: Pep. No, not, not that. Yet. Not that one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, he or Christina Everhart. She is doing a um. Reporting in. on uh, Hammer, Justin Hammer. Mm, mm-hmm. And then she also has a new show, which they use for tie-ins online. They had um, be- for Age of Ultron and before Ant-Man. They have, like, these YouTube videos of her reporting on the world of Of <laughs>
2: everything
0: going on, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I, this is the first time I'm hearing about all this. So I, I I really like that stuff with, like, shared Universe stuff. I really like seeing that. So... And th- these are all these one-shots. That's something I really need to watch at some point. I just forget they exist. So well, thank you, Tony, you for you <laughs> for telling me to watch all of
1: these. For well, we'll podcast, watch all so of them
2: because we're going to have to go through them. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Um, the reason, more than anything else, I love the Marvel Universe is because I love the, inner- the connectivity of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I agreed. The, the connectivity, especially because even if it's not, like, which one? Iron Man 3. At the end of Iron Man 3... Mark Rufflow shows up and he's just being the therapist sort of thing to Tony Stark. He's, <laughs> he's just listening he to him because he's science bros. <laughs> bro. He's like, I'm not that kind of doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's not. <laughs> uh, Alright, um, how about Happy Hogan, the director I of this love movie?
0: Happy! <laughs> yeah, John
1: Favreau, Favreau, who directed this movie along with Zathura, which I never saw, the Jumanji
0: Uh, I genre. did. It's actually pretty mm-hmm. decent. Yeah. I liked it. And anyway. my
1: favorite Christmas movie, Elf.
0: I love that those movie! Those are the two
1: movies that I know that he directed before Iron Man.
0: Okay, yeah, those are both really good movies, so, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So is this one, so that's, yeah, that's right. so,
0: so it works out really well. Um, now, I love Happy, um, especially because, like, following different things in, back in the comics and seeing how, how things in the comics developed with Happy, and then later, like, finding things through through the movies, especially hitting Iron Man 3 and finding how much he was involved, so much being Tony Stark's bodyguard, and then following it through through 3 when he gets blown up and Tony gets pissed. Oh, yeah. He's like, dude, that's my buddy. You don't screw with that.
1: No, that's true. I mean, he, Tony cares about his little world. Right. Yeah, and just... uh...
0: And I think that's where Tony Stark, the character, becomes a little more endearing, because even though he's such a a giant jerk to the outside world or is just just comes off as a not likable character mm-hmm. it's when you get when you get down to the bare base of his little world even with pepper pots happy hogan and everybody else that's in his little world he cares about them he yeah. will do a lot for them and I think that's where you gain the gain the uh, likable like likability out of the character
1: True. yeah uh, one thing that I'm glad they didn't bring in from the comics. Hmm. Apparently, I didn't read the old 60s, 70s Iron Man, but apparently, one of the big running jokes in the comics was Happy was always hitting on Pepper.
0: <laughs> I thought they got together in the comics.
1: Maybe they did. I mean, I I'm
0: pretty sure Happy Hogan and Pepper Potts get together in the com- like in one of the comic series. I don't remember which one. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure they do because I've seen I've seen theories running around that that potentially that's where that's gonna go especially after uh iron Um, man 3 and hitting the was it civil war yeah civil war when they're when they're obviously broken up that leaves her open for a lot of things
1: yeah but i feel like character-wise i don't think this version of happy would do that because he's loyal to tony uh, uh,
0: the, it, it, but in the comics, he was loyal to Tony. So I don't huh. see, especially if Tony goes, like, okay, we're done. You're good. And to be fair, she flirts with Colson. And he goes, oh, uh, Coul- no, his first
1: name's Whoa. Agent. Uh, I, I <laughs> would flirt with Colson. Uh, yeah, no, I'm you, totally <laughs> Cool. I. In our private episode, I said my favorite hero was Captain America, and then my favorite hero was really Agent Coulson.
0: Have you seen this silly little meme out there, by the way? No. Of Agent K and Coulson.
1: Oh, wait! Agent K is Coulson's dad. Yeah, yeah, it's so
0: great. It's like, uh, so I heard you about your situation in New Mexico. Do you want me to send the guys? No, Dad. I think I got it. Thanks. <laughs> no, um, no, I love Coulson. Coulson's yeah. amazing. And I honestly, like, he should have known Tony by that point at the end of the movie to be like, so here's some cards. Mm, did you really expect that to get followed? He, the man couldn't even follow the speech for coming back when he came back. So, no. Um, Coulson comes up a lot, and I feel like him and Happy are like, not really the same coin but they're like two sides of the same coin they both take on the some some of the same aspects in dealing with tony stark happy's a little more leeway gives tony a little more leeway whereas colson's a more stickler to certain things but i feel like they're covering the same thing yeah so
1: i mean they're both tony's babysitters
0: yes <laughs> As to, I will taste you, let you drool on the floor, and watch Super Nanny. <laughs> yeah.
1: But we don't even meet Phil until next um, section of the movie. hmm Yeah. Um, what we do see in the flashback is the first interaction of Jarvis.
0: I love Jarvis.
1: Which is, uh, I
0: want a Jarvis.
1: They have not good Jarvis is, like...
0: I know. Like, when the <laughs> technology gets far enough in, I want a Jarvis. I don't care if it's named something else. It's Jarvis, damn it.
1: Um, Jarvis is uh, played by Paul Bettany who did all of his recording in, like, a two- or three-hour session. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, when did little studio record everything, and in his words, he, like... He, I remember watching an interview with him bef- right after he got cast as a vision mm. like they were doing a junk kit for age of ultron oh yeah and he was like it used to be where i'd go into the booth talk for two or three hours then walk out with a bag of money but now they're making me show up <laughs> <laughs> do things but i'm so glad you
0: are <laughs> yeah. uh-huh.
2: but uh talking about jarvis this is so this is kind of one of those things i'm gonna bring it up again when we talk in our in our next episode but um as a as a software developer like looking at some of this technology stuff I just I thought oh it would be so cool to make that and mm-hmm. and yes there was that that one day where I said you know what I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to make something like Jarvis and that went nowhere after that <laughs> I was like how did yeah, that go yeah, yeah that was that was a waste of a good christmas afternoon but <laughs> But it was fun no, it's true. in in my youth of just trying to trying to play around with it. Like, yeah, no, nah, nah, this is a hard problem. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here and play video. I, I feel
1: like you, if you in your 20s could have built Jarvis, I feel like there's something wrong with technology. Can we
0: talk about the building of the technology, by the way, especially in the the media lapse over Tony Stark of building his first computer at what four? Yeah, and then his first engine at like. six? nine six nine yeah. one of those and then he is—he builds dummy at sixteen mm-hmm. and he keeps dummy
1: yeah he
0: becomes <laughs> dummy becomes old tech but he's so again back to the likability. he he Tony dummy is part of tony's world and even though he picks on dummy so much go to the corner if you spray me with the fire extinguisher one more time i don't need any new size he never does he keeps dummy and he and it's It's like, dummy is his child sort of thing. Like, even though he's like, especially in Iron Man 3, when he kind of gets threatened with the kid thing, and he like half throws up, and he's like, oh god, no. Okay, I don't think he's afraid of it as much as he thinks he is, because he has dummy, and he has uh, Butterfingers, and uh, you. So he's got, he's got all these little robots that are basically his kid's.
1: Yeah, before he gets kids. Uh-huh. Uh in Iron Man Three and It's two, not his kid. And Civil War. <laughs> 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 there, there's Iron Lad and Spider Man are his kids. Yes. <laughs> Which is what I call the kid in Iron Man Three is Iron Lad.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, Iron Lad.
1: Well he's a, that's Young Avenger. Uh, Young Avenger, he's a superhero in the Young Avenger who bases mm. himself off of Iron Man.
0: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Um so, uh Jarvis is a, a stands for just to a rather very intelligent system. Right. But he's really based off of one of his father figures, who we're not going to get into, but he's a part of Agent Carter, the real Jarvis. Right,
0: the real Jarvis, which I was referring to earlier, yeah. which I think gets referenced in one of the Captain America movies when uh, Captain America goes and sees Car- Agent Carter, mm-hmm. uh, Peggy. Um, because I think she no. Does he show up in Captain he, America when Howard's there? Because I he's not. A, he's, not, he, I no, he's, he not he's not in okay. Captain America. No. Either way, I love Doris.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I reference that fact that Stain can't be Tony Stark's father figure is because if he was really as much of a father figure to Tony as the media says he is, then why did Tony name the the intel artificial, artificial intelligence after? Jarvis and not Stain.
1: Uh, we have no proof of this, but I'm assuming Jarvis is dead by the time he builds Jarvis.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think um,
1: there are two reasons. I think it's a little more awkward to name your AI after someone who's alive that you talk to.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's and, the way Stain is. I don't uh, feel like he would have been.
1: Just a rather very intelligent system is not a great um, acronym, but could you imagine trying to do that for Obadiah?
0: No, but if you do it for Stain Jarvis what Jarvis wasn't oh, yeah, Jarvis's Edwin first Jarvis, name. Yeah, Stane. it, was, it
1: was... probably actually easier. That's probably easier. But
2: that kinda of goes back to the joke for again spoilers, for the first episode of Agents of SHIELD, it sounds like someone just wanted an yeah. acronym to, to be Jarvis in this case. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's true. So, um Tony races um happy to the plane. Right? Mm hmm. I do remember Uh, this. Yes. Yes. Uh, In his Audi, which I'm not a car guy, but I remember before Iron Man 3, they were doing all the publicity for the Audis because they were a big sponsor. Mm -hmm. And the house gets destroyed. And according to one of the producers, writers, it's like, Tony doesn't really feel any hurt until his Audi is destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Or or it was something like that. Something like his, his Audi being destroyed is his big turning point. Right. In the
2: movie, so so we're again. I'm not a big car guy, just like you. But in and again, this is going to be part of the second uh, episode that we'll talk about, um, as we're now realizing that we we keep skipping around in these. But there's that scene where he's first trying out that Iron Man armor, and he's destroying a few cars. Are any of those outies in his basement?
1: Ooh, I'm not a car know. guy. Aww. Um, actually, we could probably research that before our next episode, because that's, Cause in, our that's in, episode. in our next episode. Mm-hmm. All right, let's yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, but can we talk about that mansion, by the way? Yeah. yeah. Seriously. What No. the holy cow? And it's not the only one he
2: has. So I, I did some research on that. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so I, I saw that. And I was like, man, that is an expensive house. Right? So All right. So it's not, not a real house. Um, there was a lot of computer graphics that they oh, did yeah. to it. But they it, they did start with a house. Mm-hmm. Like there was an actual house. Um, it's not in Malibu, like they say, it's in, uh, oh, near San Diego, I forget the area. Yeah, uh, it's near yeah. San Diego. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, according to Movado.com, M-O-V-O-T-O.com, that house is worth roughly $117,250,000. And that's holy before g- all the- And that's the, before the
0: CGI uh, add-ins of the no, rest of the house.
2: No, that house, the, with the oh, CGI, oh, yes. oh, okay, it's okay. that, okay. it's the oh, movie house, the movie cow. house.
1: Wow. It's still, yes.
0: holy, oh my god. And again, that's not the only mansion he has. And he builds a freaking tower.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, he customizes uh, Avengers headquarters from Age of Ultron. Right? Yeah. And
0: yes. then he's got the all the cars and other things. And he builds the s- pipeline, the the energy pipeline below the, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I don't he's yeah. going to
1: go into that movie. But I think he's got some money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So assuming... I know, but but it's 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 more evidence of like, holy cow! How much money does this guy
2: have? Al, well, do you know I'd... how much money he has? Well, according to Forbes,
1: because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know they do the
2: fictional. In 2013 is the most recent number I could find. Okay. Uh, in 2013, according to Forbes, he uh, was worth 12.4 billion dollars, with a B. Wow! Um, just for comparison to real life people in 2017, so right now, uh-huh. according to this filming, uh, Elon Musk is worth 13.9 billion, so just a little bit more.
0: Really? Then,
2: yeah. Wow. Um, comparison to other people who are worth more, the third richest person in the world, Jeff Bezos, the mm-hmm. Amazon guy, mm-hmm. uh, $72.8 billion. Oh, so much wow. more than the $12 billion of Tony Stark. And he's and, going
0: up because they're doing more things with Amazon lately. Yep. Uh,
2: and he has his own space company, uh, whose name I forget, uh, similar to Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then still the richest man in the world, Bill Gates, has... Eighty-six billion dollars. Oh, has
1: gone down. I remember when he was that ninety billion, like ten years ago. Oh
2: yeah. Well, he's giving a lot of money for. Oh. He does a lot of philanthropy uh, he's hurt, for charity. Yeah. He's hurting.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, okay, so let's go back to the cave because I think we covered a lot of well, the before there, stuff. There's
1: one more thing I want to cover. Okay. Is the Jericho missile? Oh yeah. The actual. There are two, three things here. First of all, is this something they do? In military, like a uh, live military theater is they do demonstrations of weaponry in, um, af- in Afghanistan? I don't think in it's a... in
0: Afghanistan. I think it's somewhere in the no, a, a desert. It's in... No, no, I mean for the live military theater, like in actual oh, real okay. life. I don't think they actually go out to oh, a country where it war, and then fire off some big rocket and we don't know where... I mean, potentially, who knows what. No, I think we do it in the middle of some desert in in a military base here. Like New
1: Mexico and Arizona or Southern California.
0: Right, Um, but I do, like, especially because I know... Um, when we were doing nuclear testing with the bombs, yeah. we, we fired them off in the middle of nowhere on an yeah. island. And well, no,
1: we also tested them in New Mexico originally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But, but we fired them off also in the, in the middle of nowhere at islands, and you can actually still go there and mm-hmm. still super radioactive. Mm-hmm. But we didn't do it in, in the middle of a country where it was because A, we didn't know what they were going to do. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and B, it's not real safe.
2: That's true. So, that, yeah, that's really true. But I'm more interested in who pays for the demo. I mean, they're gonna buy these missiles, right? But is
1: is that I, a Stark thing? I feel, like they... a, I feel like it's a Stark thing. I feel, I feel like, like it's Stark a Stark thing. for it because it's um giving the military a tease, <laughs> right? And then they want and
0: then they buy, right? They'll
1: buy a yeah. bunch of them. Yeah. Well,
0: and he only fire, it fires off like one, so it's yeah. got it, it's it's the same as like okay, oh, hey, here's a car. It's like the <laughs> test drive of a car. You they're technically paying for you to use their gas, the car, and everything. You're getting it to test drive it, and then they're hoping you buy it sort of thing. That's one
2: hell of an advertising
0: oh, budget. Right? I gotta oh, say oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean,
1: we just, I mean, I know it's not Tony's personal money, but if Tony's worth $12 billion, his business is probably worth more.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, considerably.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um, next thing is, one of the things I found cool, in the Jericho um, missile, he mentions that they use Stark repulsor tech technology. Mm. which is what he'll use in his iron man suit
0: which would explain why he has the ability to make that in the cave because they need the repulsor technology to make the jericho they'd have to give it to him in order in order to make that so he'd be able to make the the arc reactor out of it so that makes a lot more sense than i was like how did you just come up with that (laughs) that makes way more sense exactly exactly
1: yeah
2: that's something that i completely missed and actually i need to change some notes for when we're talking in our second episode so it I'll I'll do that. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and thirdly, to answer Al's question from the very beginning of this episode, where does he get the alcohol? After they blow it up the, he's got this little, um, this little bar thing that in pops the up.
0: case, yeah, yeah, in the case.
1: So that's where he gets his drink from. The,
0: when did I ask that?
1: You uh, asked I, that at the beginning of this episode. Oh, my memory is horrible. <laughs> I was
0: pretty sure I asked that before the episode because when they were in the Humvee, he was oh. drinking alcohol, and I was like, where well, did he oh. get that? Well, maybe maybe
1: I'm completely wrong. In fact, I'll be able to go back and listen to this for recording this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're recording sh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone's wondering where Tony got his alcohol from, <laughs>
0: apparently he just brings it with him.
1: Yeah. Which um, you get a free bar for every. 10? I thought it every was. Every ten-, 10 units that you buy, you get a free yeah, bar. Yeah, something like that. That does not seem very good in the military zone. Well,
0: how much does the bar te- take? Uh, cost I don't think it costs that much Comparatively to the To the amount of Cost on the weapons They're selling no, no, It no, kind of makes sense It's I'm like Here's an incentive saying, You were gonna buy nine Now let me bu- let you, Have you buy ten And look you get Alcohol No I,
1: I'm more like Um Obviously infantrymen aren't going To get this alcohol But no, your general's your, generals, your general's Your commander commanders, right. the commanders your drink are gonna this get and it like oh, one of those Jerichos
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah the commanding officers Get it But yeah it's also kind of just a bad incentive compared to cost, right? Like, you know, if if you go to like, you know, some coffee shop, your tenth one's free, right? But that's like saying, you know, your every hundredth uh, coffee, your next bean is free. From that cost comparison. <laughs> that's it true. Is, that is <laughs> <not> true. <laughs>
0: so at that point. If you did you might cost well. per bean after Oh wow, that that sucks. Yeah, no, I get that one.
1: Alright, so okay. let's uh, go back to the cave.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Oh, God, so, there's oh, so okay. much in there, Whoa.
0: right? Well, I, Dragon, how heavy is a battery? Um,
1: like 10, 15 pounds. Okay, not, a I little mean, less I can, than that. I can,
0: well, the battery has exposed cords, right? Yes. The, the, the positive and negative are exposed. They literally do water torture on him before he gets the arc reactor and it's just They would have electrocuted him.
1: This is true. This is one hundred percent true. Well, that's if the water
2: touches it. But yeah, that's that's true. It's
0: connected to his chest, which trickles down to the battery. And the way they were dunking and the way him, they, they were dunking him they and pulling him much. back up, that water's going to come down. He would have been electrocuted. He would have died in yes. that part of the movie. I
1: mean, probably. somebody did not
0: think that through.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially since they want to keep him alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well now I'm trying to think about this. Done? Hold on, my car has a car battery And I drive in the rain all the time you're Right, right. Uh, but human... your
0: car is covered by the hood And also it's got a uh, It's got a bunch of yeah, seal
1: Also, also uh, Water by itself is not very conductive Yeah, it's, it's resistive actually It's uh, water and salt And humans uh, have salt, salt
0: Especially with the sweat And if you're yeah, being panicked that, like you are You're going to be
1: sweating get, And most animals will get electrocuted from That so, if there's no you're not touching your battery, you're not going to get shocked from it, right? All right nothing's going to shock it,
0: but yeah, no, it's. I, I was thinking about that as a watch, and I was like, there's so many torture techniques that they're doing while well. he's got that battery in his chest that they would have straight up killed him. And then, where are they?
1: Yeah, a, we
0: wouldn't have the rest of the Iron Man movie, which is why he gets the plot armor of uh, hey, I'm the main character, I can't die. Um, but. But seriously, it's it, where would the Ten Rings be after that? They're being paid by Stain to... I mean,
1: they've got all those weapons in their base, but they're not going to get any more.
0: Right, exactly. Well,
1: yeah, they were
2: paid by Stain to, to kill him. So, you know, that kind of would have worked out a little.
1: Just not as yeah, much yeah, as yeah, actually, hoping. they would have gotten money from Stain. That's right, because they no, were no. supposed to kill him. I forget about that. <laughs> um. So, you guys, I don't know if you noticed this, but I watched this movie a few times writing these notes for this. I, I did not notice you watching the movie, no. <laughs> It
0: wasn't here. Um, <laughs> when
1: he's being tortured... You hear, it sounds like a female voice yelling Tony. And I don't know.
0: I need to go back and rewatch this. I yeah. don't remember this. I don't
1: know who that is. And I don't know why, because I never referred to it again. But someone, it sounds like a female voice yelling Tony.
0: Do you think maybe it's a flashback for, for uh, like, a psychological thing for his mom? Like, I know, like, certain people get tortured or have something terrifying. Uh, ter- terrible happened to them and their first thing is like I need the comfort and I know even despite his mom being an alcoholic and such she was still his mom well
1: yeah I mean I would understand that but the mom is such a little part of the MCU in general oh yeah she I mean she shows up for the first time well how about Pepper then because Pepper was a big
0: part of Part of his life, he, he she's basically kind of his caretaker. Yeah, I, would,
1: I would imagine that more.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this is something I've never noticed at all. Given
1: yeah, how
0: I've I'm seen gonna it, have but... to go back and rewatch that because I I don't remember that. But I'll, I'll.
2: And I too will say that I'm gonna go back and watch that. But after today, I'm forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that could definitely be one of those things where they wanted to do more, and then it just kind of it got cut. Oh, yeah. Things got weird. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah did not notice. Good yeah. catch.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, so. We get to the part where the arc reactor is building, mm-hmm. and then...
1: Good old montage time. Right,
0: montage! Well, can I saw
1: you before that? Yeah. They want him to build the Jericho. Right. Tony is one person, a very smart person. Right. But there's no guarantee he designed the Jericho. Uh,
2: we're there's pretty a... sure he designed the I mean, Jericho. He's got no, a whole team not. of
1: scientists.
2: Yeah, I mean, any, any engineering work is done by multiple teams of people over months or years. The only
0: problem I have with this is the repulsor technology.
1: Um, no, we get to
0: the later in the movie and arc he goes reactor. it's still done by partially the repulsor technology. And they can't seem to replicate it later when no. Stain's yelling about they it in
1: the They replicate the repulsor technology. They have no problem with that. It's a tiny arc reactor that they can't do. Right. It's not the repulsor But they thing. don't
0: replicate it well they don't replicate it into the Iron Man that they build for
2: Stain. Yes, they do. He has the, the repulsor is essentially what gives he, him the ability to fly.
0: No, yeah, he he, I thought he had ability. a jetpack on.
2: Kind of. I mean, it's yeah. a closer well, um,
1: type of thing. But. What happened was, uh, they get the suit from the Ten Rings. They get the Mark One suit. By
0: the way, I have many issues with that scene. By the way, how do you know where he landed? And how did you get to that suit before the sand covered it up? I'm um, sorry. No. Uh,
1: well, that's not. We're not there yet. But we're not here yet talking about the suit exactly. So maybe <laughs> maybe this is just is just as valid. Um, they get the suit. And they build the suit based on... They build the Ironmonger suit based on the Mark I right. suit. Uh, but the only thing that's missing in the Mark One suit is, is the, the, arc the ARC reactor. So that they could copy the Repulsor Tech.
0: Right, but he needed the Repulsor Tech in order to build the reactor. That's why... He, nope. No, he yeah,
1: needed the ARC reactor. He yeah, needed arc. that battery. The, that's the what it is. The Repulsor Tech right. isn't, um, isn't where their problem was. It was just... there's. Repulsor tech and arc reactor tech is different technology.
0: I thought we needed the repulsor tech that they needed for the Jericho. He needed the stuff to build that from that build to make the arc reactor. I thought that's
2: what we talked about earlier. Well, he, I mean, he grabs stuff out of there to build the arc right. reactor. You know, with along with a box of scraps,
1: but <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he didn't need. Here, let me
1: melt this
0: something. down. I need a tiny little ring. Well,
1: they do. They they use actually they use palladium, which is the same element that's killing him in Iron Man too. They say he need this is like point fifteen or point oh, 0.5 yeah, grams something. or something like that, yeah. where they need one point six, so break down the other eleven. Um, yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know either.
2: <laughs> Did you write down notes? Do you have an idea? No, I, I can't have,
1: read your handwriting. I do have palladium. Uh, poisons? poisons Tony, and I, I am too.
0: <laughs> uh, Spoilers
2: for movie. Right. Too? Okay. okay.
0: So he gets the arc reactor in his chest. By the way. How? Well, I'm sure How a long was he two. in that cave to heal from that?
1: Um, there... I can't remember. They say at the beginning of the next part... Oh, he was uh, missing for three months.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. You have basically open heart surgery. You need a little bit longer than three months. A, he had to dig out the middle of his sternum.
1: I completely agree. But... Best case scenario, it would be. I mean, based on nothing, six months to heal from that. This is not a best case scenario. He has to get up, or he's going to die.
0: Right, That's... but again, infection. Yeah,
1: yeah. Again, in the middle of the desert. <laughs> right. Um...
0: He's there's again. I have issues. There's no way he would have survived that, or very, very little chance at that. But. That's oh, yeah. beside the point because plot armor. Exactly. <laughs> Movie magic. Your hand wavy stuff. All of that. Yeah. Um, so he gets the arc reactor in chest and then he's got to build the Jericho but he does the I'm going to build how do they have video cameras and they're supposed to be watching them 24 7. How do they never no. notice no, there's that? A, there's a
1: point where they show them watching the camera, and, right. and they're talking like, that doesn't look like the Joker missile. And the other guy's like, no, it's just upside down. It's like, they <laughs> yeah. literally say, they. Okay, oh, but you I'm see, down them, down the, the,
0: he has to put together the arms of the, the Iron Mark One.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sorry. I'm, if I'm watching a camera and I see a giant metal arm, I'm going to go, that's not the Jericho. What is or he doing? Or I
1: see a rod that looks like a missile. Yeah, you're, you're It's not First machine. Um, we
0: saw the Jericho. It's like that big, which is about the width of my arm.
1: It's an arm. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to
2: remember now, going back to... I mean, there was a point where he was confronted about this, and they basically said, what, you have a day or two days, mm-hmm. something like that, to build this? And at that point... Uh, he, he was trying to make the case that, oh, he was building something else, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but he was trying to make the point that, you know, he didn't have all of the same equipment, because mm-hmm. even at the beginning, he was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to need a lot more than just this, this right. box of scraps. But...
1: <laughs> 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 my favorite line of the time, really. exactly. we're talking about that a lot.
2: Yeah, but he he's showing, you know, oh, yeah, these are the different, the, the different parts, right? He's kind of... You can kind of lie enough, like yeah, no, we're we're building parts of this. We're it's all going to come together in the end. We'll, well weld it together. It's but, a ba-
1: it's a basic villain problem. Is they trust their henchmen to be smart enough to know what's wrong?
0: Well, he and, goes in there himself and doesn't look around to see. I mean, besides opening this freaking missile that's supposedly they're building. Okay, you can obviously there's there's nothing in there. Where's the stuff they've been working on? Well, I would look around that room. I'm sorry. I mean.
1: He's uh, using Doc Brown's strategy from Back to the Future. Doc Brown gives the terrorists a um, shoddy uh, bomb casing with pinball machine parts. And they don't know until they try to click it on. He could have <laughs> definitely made a missile that looks like a missile just over there. And, like, oh, we're still working on the internal machinery or the launcher. That would have made more
0: sense, but he opens the missile and goes, well, there's. They're... Obviously, nothing's going on here, so where's the rest of the stuff? And then, I'm going to give you a day? I'm sorry, where's the rest of the stuff they've been working on?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, that was that was part of the whole montage time.
1: <laughs> no, True. no. This, this covered three months. Yeah,
2: they showed him hammering. That, there's the all the work the he's part, doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so we get past... So we have. We get to the... He has 24 hours left, right? Or mm-hmm. whatever he, amount of yeah, time. Um.
1: The boss terrorist is... In the 2009 Star Trek, he's a captain of Captain Kirk's dad's ship. who gets killed at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just like, I know that By guy. By the way,
0: tracking back to Marvel, Chris Hemsworth.
1: Chris oh, he's he's, he, <laughs> he is Thor's captain. captain, captain.
0: <laughs> he is Captain <laughs> Kirk's dad, so Thor is Captain Kirk's dad. Yes. Yes.
1: And we need more Chrises in the MCU, so who knows when Chris Fiennes goes going to jump into the MCU.
0: I don't know if he can. He can. I don't know if he can. He went into DC.
1: Well, so does... um, What's that? Who's playing Thanos? Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin is also playing someone in the DCU. Oh.
2: So... I think what you're referencing, there was some contract stuff. Was it was it Thor, Chris Hemsworth, who yeah. mentioned that? Yeah. yeah. and that could only be like their spec, like the main big character specific yeah. contracts. So that's a that's a contract specific thing. Okay,
0: Josh Brolin's playing Cable and Deadpool, but that's oh, okay. not really. Okay, that's not. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a jump over into DC. I don't see anything. Okay, maybe, for I'm, maybe DC. I was thinking about that. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: He was young Agent K in Men in
1: Black 3. Yes, he was.
0: Which, actually,
1: <laughs> better than Men in Black 2. No, I not remember, remember Men in Black 2, so... I'm, I'm glad. I wish I could forget it. <laughs> uh, so, um, they build the suit. Right.
2: Alright, now and I want to about that first p- part where he shows up. They With build, the they, powering up, or... They, they're powering yes.
1: up. What does that program do?
2: It doesn't matter. It's... I, I mean... <laughs>
0: If the arc reactor is the thing that powers it, why does it need a startup?
2: uh, Okay, so I can can make up enough tech stuff to make it sound okay enough? Go ahead. You're talking about, like, the the arc reactor is just power. There's actually going to have to be some amount of software that actually runs things, right? Later in the movie, we see Jarvis does a lot of stuff that he can just say to do these things,
1: but at the beginning when it's very put crude. put the
0: chipset in order to be able to do that? I don't know.
1: Somewhere. Under the arm. Doesn't and, matter. I mean, it's the, anywhere. I mean, the, all, a lot of the Star Tech is smart weaponry. Right. So they have the chips. He just mm-hmm. needs to reprogram. Oh so, yeah. I wasn't
0: yeah. debating on whether yeah. or not they had the chips. They have the Jericho. They've got yeah. to build the Jericho. Obviously they had to give him a chipset because otherwise they wouldn't be able to program it for where they want the target to hit. Yeah. Um, but... It seemed like such a long time for startup. Um, like I get they, they wanted to do it for like the the anticipation and the and the tension, but
2: sm- why are you powering up that long? No, I agree. A smarter thing would have been do it in pieces mm-hmm. and then maybe start up you know different parts of the right. suit uh, and then have something where maybe it's already running. He just goes in and starts using mm-hmm. it. Didn't have to be that. Then again. You could make the argument that well, he was running out of time, he only had a few minutes, they finally saw the suit on camera, uh, and they were showing up, that's why he had to lock the door and do right. all of that stuff. Well, that right? I so get, was... but I'm
0: just I'm still just, why such a long start? The startup time, it, it, if they hadn't had the long startup time, which I still think is crap, Yinsen wouldn't have died. He wouldn't have had to go sacrifice himself.
1: Well, Jensen was planning on sacrificing himself because he wanted he was, to be with his family, right? Which, if he didn't plan on sacrificing himself, he wouldn't have wasted all his ammo by shooting up in the ceiling <laughs> right, of the that, cave that, before that, he ran out.
0: Again, shenanigans there. Uh, I'm sorry. It, even if you're sacrificing yourself, you do not fire bullets in a limited amount of ammo in the air into the, the ceiling of a cave. Are you kidding me? No. You wait until you see somebody go. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs>
2: Well, it kind of sounds like all three of these things were written together, right? And the writers are like, well, I mean, we need him to die because he's planning to die. Yeah. Let's add some time to start-up. It, it, it fits from that perspective. Yeah, right? it def-
1: definitely from a story perspective, it makes sense. But from a logical person's uh, perspective, oh, it doesn't no. make sense.
2: No, not at all. Uh, yeah. So so this is the part that I want to talk about for for the suit. So, so okay. gets, it goes Go it. off, he's shooting, and then... You know, the the guys, they they shoot and blah, blah, blah. And then the bad guys go into that room. And they see everything. You have all the suspense. The suit's not there anymore. Which means Stark decided... Just for the fun of it, to go hide <laughs> in the dark and wait for them to find him. Right. So he
1: was playing hide and seek in an Iron Man <laughs> well, Okay. It's you, like you're the, wasting the fifteen minutes. Um, no, no. It's just, I love when they do that in movies because I always think about Sleeping Beauty when Sleeping right. Beauty is collapsed and they bust into the room and Maleficent is, the is there with her cape. Maleficent is there with her cape over. Aurora and goes, is, is this, this your princess? princess? And just like, she's been standing there for a while. Making she t- had to walk over her to cover her with the cape. It's just like, I love the, the- theatricality of it. Right,
0: it's great for theatricality. But it makes
1: no sense it in real life. It makes
0: absolutely no sense.
2: <laughs> None whatsoever.
0: It's great looking theatrically, but you're literally playing peekaboo with, with that guy.
1: <laughs> this happens like, actually again a, another time in the same movie. At the end, it will happen with the Ironmonger. Oh, yeah. Because he goes hide behind his things. I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah. That,
0: yeah. that, at least, I get because he's the villain. No. He, it doesn't, doesn't make sense for him because either. Because you
1: could just open up on those uh, Pepper pots and those five S.H.I.E.L.D. agents.
0: Oh, yeah. But, no, I, I'm talking about... I thought it was later when he was... Didn't he play Peekaboo again when, when Tony was there?
1: No. He... The lights, uh, his eyes turn on, and he attacks Pepper, because Pepper's like, what's behind these chains? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that that
2: doesn't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. So then, so then we get to the action scene. Hey, he's doing some cool stuff. He's fighting. Flame throwers. Oh, she... I
1: love the music in this, which right? Marvel is Can... not known for its music. They but...
0: chose some damn good music for Iron Man. I have to say, uh, the opening up with E C D C D.C. Yes, the where,
1: I mean... It should have been Black Sabbath's Iron Man, but... <laughs> well, they
0: have to save it for the end. You That's can't
1: true.
2: Just,
0: you can't just give them the straight-up Iron Man <laughs> at the beginning and be like, oh, yeah, and then not give them any actual Iron Man. Yeah, that doesn't work.
2: That's true. If I remember, that was also all over the trailers, too. The trailers the was, out, yeah. yeah,
1: Iron Man. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I love, I love the part where he's he's doing all the fighting and everything, and then he, he punches some guys, and then so his arm then becomes stuck in the cave wall. Right. Yeah, he's trying to get it out. He's he's not paying attention to anything else that's going on. Apparently, there's all these all this chaos going on with people yelling, even though there's only one guy there. Right. <laughs> so so this one bad guy just kind of walks up with the pistol. He's like, Oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna shoot him in the head, and then of course, comedically. Bullet bounces back and kills the guy. So I Comusably, have a couple of yes. questions. Yes. <laughs> that does not happen. So so I, I have a couple thoughts. Now, my assumption is this guy knows that if he walks up that close, it's going to go through that steel, I'm assuming. I don't know yeah. what metal is. Let's yeah. say steel. Yeah. Okay. I'm going
1: to say it's iron. Actually. Okay, so, sure. yeah, It's not. Iron, no, it's not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so if this guy obviously knows if he's at that close, it should go through, but instead it bounced back. That must have been something else Tony was doing to the metal when he was, you know, during that montage hammer time Mm -hmm. uh, hitting everything. (laughs) So now I'm assuming it was one of those things, which I just thought, okay, I'll take it, I'll buy it, why not? I could
0: buy it, because he's, A, he's a genius, B, he would have to have worked with a bunch of metals before. He'd probably have some forging techniques that would make it stronger uh, than just regular steel or iron, Mm -hmm. so I can see
1: Ooh. A man of steel and iron. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I went too far. Yeah, that, I, too, I, far, too far. I do like in this scene, this action scene, where it's pretty much turns into a monster movie. It's an unstoppable... <laughs> it reju- where bullets bounce off of him and there's no way anything is going to stop him. And just the look on some of these guys' faces, it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> Can oh, we yeah. talk
0: about, by the way...
1: No The
0: amount of crap he had in that cave Comparatively to what Justin Hammer has In his own labs and stuff Iron Man makes Or Tony Stark makes better weapons Than apparently Justin Hammer Well
1: that's that's the point of (laughs) Justin Hammer Well I know
0: But (laughs) lab based versus cave based Justin Hammer still can't live up to that Are you kidding me? The
1: rest of Stark scientists can't live up to What Iron Man can do in a cave Oh I get
2: it yeah, But it's still, like, it's literally machine gun, and no. Well, you're also comparing character to character at the same time. I don't know much about Justin Hammer from either, either the comics or from, from the... Well, I mean, I know about it from the movies, but that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. He seems more businessy than techno technological, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure how he is on that guy.
0: I feel like but. he's the one that steals other people's technology and does yeah, none of the work he, himself. He
1: inherited... The business probably mm-hmm. and didn't learn anything from his forefathers, where Stark learned everything he knew right. from his dad or other scientists that right. his dad worked with.
2: Right. So they have very different perspectives in terms of how to run the business yeah. too. Right. I would assume that Justin Hammer is more like, "Hey, that seems cool. I want that." Hey, teams of scientists, you have six months because we're selling it already. We may have already sold
1: the contract. Exactly. <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah. Okay, so flamethrower because yeah. awesome, right? You can't. I wish they would do more of that because mm. flamethrower.
1: Yeah, but uh, before a flamethrower, Jensen dies. Mm. So sad. Great. Yeah. Where it's the traditional f- mentor figure dies mm-hmm. to spur on the hero. It's happened in I Many would base like seventy-five percent of superhero <laughs> movies. Yeah, um... Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben, um...
0: Splend- I, uh, not Splinter, uh... Splinter...
1: No. Splinter doesn't die in Ninja Turtles. One of oh, the, Stick? Well, n- Stick doesn't die no, in... No, Stick A- doesn't...
0: Double. No, one of the Ninja Turtle movies, he dies. Uh, the rat... Does, uh,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Well, actually, okay. I don't think that happens. Because in the animated one, which is the sequel to the...
0: No, it was one of the live-action ones.
1: No, the anime um, one is a sequel to the three live action ones. Anyway, I
0: think, uh, he looked, <laughs> appears to have died. I don't okay. remember if he actually does or not. Well,
1: so. there's uh, there's Uncle Ben. There's um, Doctor Erskine oh, uh, and Captain uh, America. The
0: uh, the eternal one, Doctor Strange.
1: Doctor Strange. Oh ancient yeah, the, one, ancient one. I the ancient one. think it was the like the- one. Yoda, Star- Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. It's a classic it's part. The Obi-Wan It's a classic part of the And um, qui The Hero's Journey
2: <laughs> We can keep going with Star yeah. Wars apparently Yes we could
1: <laughs> Well it's because Star Wars And most of uh, these stories Are based on the Hero's Journey mm, yeah. By um, Campbell mm-hmm. So the death of the mentor Is a huge part of that
2: Yeah all right. So I do like, kind of towards the end of that, that action scene, you also get to the part where we actually see the cool calmness of the bad guy, whose name I can't remember at all. Raza. Yeah, Raza, that guy. <laughs> he just, oh, there's all this action going on. He's like, oh, what's going on? All right, I'll deal with this. He's walking out, pulls out the RPG. He's not even looking. He's like, I'm going to walk. Yeah, this looks like the dead center of, of the open hallway. And then he turns, like, and I'll shoot you. And it, it doesn't work that out doesn't. for him. But you just kind of see the Oh, he's he's the real bad guy right now Yeah Yeah. He's like, I don't I I can
0: destroy you Therefore, I'm gonna go And he doesn't do the talky thing Which is nice
1: No, because there's a giant metal suit Coming at him Right So I (laughs) think I mean, at that
2: point It's kind of monster movie From his perspective Right
1: (laughs) Now, my question How many bullets do you think Are shot at, Tony? Way too many With that amount of ammunition Going towards them. Not one bullet goes through an eye hole. Right. Because those are open eye holes.
2: Well, it's not just the eye holes, too. There's a handful of other. The underarms. Yeah, his whole back
1: is, like, leather. Yeah,
2: there's a
0: lot of places that the bullets could have gone that... Didn't and again, it's plot armor because while well, he's the main character, you can't shoot him again. We already shot him
1: once. Well,
2: plot armor plus iron steel plus, armor, plus yeah, real armor, and <laughs> protected his head there.
0: So, okay, so he finishes basically escaping, flies off, and lands in the mm. desert, yep. and the armor breaks apart.
2: Some of it, well, I mean, when you're landing at that distance and he did not plan uh, landing Right, but, yeah.
0: but it, 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 I'm sorry if you welded it, it shouldn't break apart like that.
1: Well, it depends how you welded and it, he has a bunch of joints, which are weak spots for that right. landing. but
0: I, I feel like he'd more have to pull himself especially out of the chest cavity for it. He'd have to pull himself out of that. It'd be like the you know how you shimmy under the table to get out from behind somebody.
2: yeah. He, maybe he did plan for the landing. I mean, he like he just got to the end there. And was like, "Well, I'm done blowing this stuff up." Time if he leave. planned for the
0: landing, why did he have such problems getting out of that Mach two suit? Well, <laughs> it was not... let's
1: say this, this is not
0: the worst situation you found me in. Well, that's <laughs> oh, true. Oh, that
2: was that was battle damage. That was he was hit by by missiles from jets. I mean, that was that was like real big also, artillery. He's
1: too. thinking. I'm going to get out there with no yeah, tools.
0: an
1: RPG. Well, no, in this Mark One. He's planning to get out of there with no tools, mm-hmm. and it's like I need this to come off quickly, or I'm going to bake in the sun. Where, if he's building the new Iron Man suit, the uh, Mark Three, he's uh, going to be like, "Oh, I can yeah, this. I've got Jarvis. I've got all my stuff, so I don't really have to plan that much. I'll be able Fair to figure enough. it out." Yeah. completely different set of requirements at that.
0: Okay. But, so, Okay, but again, uh, this is where I have issues. He literally leaves it in the sand. We know that there's a at least semi wind going because we see him walking later, and the t-shirt, whatever he puts over his head, is definitely blowing to the side. Sand would have covered that suit up before anybody could have found it.
1: I mean, uh, um, you—they know what direction he went. They can. Who knows how long they were searching through the sand. Right. And all you've got the
0: longer you have to search the less like you you are gonna find. Exactly.
1: But it also increases How long was he
2: walking by the way?
1: Can been long. Yeah, it, if he was, exactly. he was in the desert,
2: let's say an hour. So I was actually wondering about that. What are the, thinking, well, what are the odds of the
1: helicopters finding him after right. searching for three months? The helicopter with a Roadie in it.
2: So that's what I was thinking. I, and I if was, they
0: know he's kidnapped, why would they be searching
2: for him? So I decided to make up uh, my own plot point for that. Because I think it makes sense that he would have made up some kind of radio or something to give out some kind of signal um
0: that makes sense Uh, a radio transmission sort of be like a sos call sort of thing
2: exactly yeah and they you know they never mention anything like that but it would make sense that it would only work outside not inside of a cave right um it would probably only have or maybe triggers right
0: at the last bits sort of thing yeah
2: something we don't know where he was walking to maybe he just decided to walk for the fun of it or he was trying to get away from a sandstorm that he could see coming, that's an option, right? Right, yeah, but again, if he was
0: walking away from a sandstorm, that suit would have been buried. You never would have found that. It's true. It's
1: right. Though Unless they it was did, in the script.
0: They did have the, the blueprints.
1: They did have the blueprints. Oh, uh, that's where it. I'm yeah. losing it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, this section ends with Tony and his best friend reunited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, "What took you so long? I mean next time, we <laughs> right And it yeah, feels so
2: good. I have no idea if those are the actual lyrics of the song, <laughs> but I'm hoping the mic didn't pick it up too well. <laughs> cool.
1: So, that's the end of our first section. We'll be back in a couple of days on part what, 2. Yeah. What day? So, for uh, Tony Al, and Alicia, it would
0: have been well,
2: uh, our plan is to release this first episode on Monday the 17th, so let's assume that this is actually released then. Uh, our plan was the following Thursday, uh, July 20th, yes.
1: 2017. Oh. Yes. All right, so we'll see you next time. And for Al, Tony, and Alicia, this was the Marvel Cinematic Universe for Iron Man Part 1. Have an amazing day.
0: See ya! Tony Stark
1: makes you feel he's a cool exec with the heart of steel. As Iron Man, all jets of blaze, he's like and fighting with the culture race.